Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. On today's podcast, I am going to debunk three common credit card myths. Yeah, so for all you people who really love using credit cards, I know you're going to get at me about this episode. So I get it. You want to take that really nice trip to Hawaii, and you see an ad for a credit card that will help you do just that. The only problem is that you have now introduced the world of debt into your life with what some people call the cigarette of the financial world, also known as a credit card. I know there are people who are going to disagree with this, and understandably so. I used to be one of those people who was obsessed with using my credit card to get the points and cash back rewards. You know, the quote-unquote perks of having a credit card. That is until I learned that virtually no one gets wealthy from using credit cards. Dave Ramsey, one of the financial gurus of today, talks about a survey conducted on the Forbes 400, the 400 richest people in America, some time ago talks about a survey conducted on the Forbes 400, the the 400 richest people in America conducted some time ago. And what Dave claims the study showed is that 75% of those rich people said becoming and staying debt-free was the best way to build wealth. So I wondered, using a credit card as a tool to build your credit so you can have a high credit score I guess doesn't really contribute to your overall wealth building. So what's the point of a credit card then? Well, that's what today's podcast is dedicated to. So let's see if we can go over the main reasons people get credit cards and maybe you'll come to realize the way I did that credit cards are not worth having and just not worth the trouble of signing up for. The first credit card myth. I need a credit card to build credit. Let's start with the main reason people tell you to have a credit card. That's to build credit. Yes, building credit will help you become eligible for all kinds of loans and higher credit card balances if that is what you want, but not me. I cannot tell you how freeing it is not to use a credit card and not worry about my credit score. I have given up the revolving door of the credit card life because borrowing other people's money to pay for something in the name of building credit does not help me build wealth. Financial independence is the key, and learning to live within your means is going to help you get there. Credit cards only keep you trapped in a life of financial dependence, and some of you will say, well, I pay my credit card debt off every month, so I'm never late and I never carry a balance. And I say, according to studies by economic professionals, only 35% of you will actually pay your credit card debt every month so you don't carry a balance. So what's the message to the other 65% of you who do carry a credit card balance every month? Well, you get pounded by ridiculously high interest rates that you get charged on top of your principal balance. So don't carry credit cards. Also, believe it or not, you actually spend more when you use a credit card rather than cold hard cash. According to a study done by Done in Bradstreet, people spend 12 to 18% more when using credit cards instead of cash. Also, also, McDonald's found out that their customers will spend about $7 when using credit cards versus $4.50 when using cash. 
And I can believe this because I was a college student and my credit card statements had a lot of charges with McDonald's on them. One more thing about building credit. You actually don't need credit to get a mortgage. Did you hear that? You don't need credit to get a house. This does take a little bit of extra work, but in the long run, I believe it is worth it. You can check out an article that I'm going to link in the show notes titled, Can You Get a Mortgage with No Credit History? And full disclosure, I don't have a credit card, but my wife does, and we keep her credit card so she can use it for business-related expenses that she sometimes has with her line of work. And when we bought our house, she was the one who actually took a loan. And that was a little bit of a strategy on our part because we're interested in upping our real estate portfolio. So if she gets the mortgage in her name and I can get a mortgage in my name for another property, you know, in the future, once we pay off this house, that's something we can do. And that's something, you know, if we wanted to do that during while we're paying off this mortgage, that's something we'd be able to do with ease. And this whole buying a house without credit is something I'm really interested in learning more about. And I'm hoping that I can find someone to get on this podcast to talk about their process and how they did it. If you simply type Dave Ramsey, buy a house, no credit, you will see like so much information and so much valuable knowledge that he shares. And there are mortgage companies that do offer mortgages without running your credit. They call it manual underwriting. And that's something that you may want to look into. And that is something you may want to look into. You just have to have good history with paying your bills and having a very, very low debt to income ratio, preferably zero, you know, and that's something and that is something I'm going to explore. I'm, I'm dedicating uh, a future episode to exploring how to buy a house without credit. And I uh, and I will definitely bring that to you all. All right. The next myth and one of the other popular reasons so many people get credit cards for the points and the rewards. This was one that got me. Remember I mentioned the revolving door of credit card debt? You charge your credit card, pay off the debt, get the points, charge the credit card, pay off the debt, get the points, charge, pay points, charge, pay points. You get the picture. Using credit cards in this way is the equivalent of a financial revolving door that becomes a part of the way you handle your money. Credit card companies have become so smart in their advertising and marketing that they even know how the color of a credit card will attract more people to signing up and using that product. In my opinion, the points and rewards that are promised are not worth the headache and hurdles you have to take on. Not to mention, the rewards are not enough to convince me I need to take on the risk of having a credit card. I'd rather focus my attention to budgeting and investing so that my financial future is going to be secure and awesome. And I also want to mention that points and rewards can come with having a debit card too, in case you didn't know. You just don't have to be trapped with the revolving door of debt that credit cards come with. And I'm speaking from experience, my debit card, when I use it, actually gets points. And there are, and it's very comparable to some of these credit card points and offers that I see out there. So to say, oh, credit cards, you get 1% cash back or 2% cash back, you're losing out on that opportunity. Well, I'm not really losing out on that opportunity because I get that with my debit card with my bank. Now, the last myth that I want to touch on is for people who use credit cards for emergency. This is where I see so many people get trapped. We think credit cards are good for the just-in-case moments in life. However, this is such a bad way of thinking that I want you to understand the real way to handle an emergency is by having an actual emergency fund in place. 
when, and that's a capital, when, capital W-H-E-N, not if, but when emergencies happen, you should have your own fund that you can use to help support yourself with and not have to borrow the money. So I highly urge you all stop whatever you're doing right now and spend the next few weeks or months building an emergency fund anywhere from $1,000 to $5,000. Or you can take the approach of having a one-month emergency fund or a two- or a three-month emergency fund, just something that's there to cover some of those just-in-case moments. And this emergency fund, I recommend that you put it in an account that's not connected to your primary checking account. So like a separate high-yield savings account or a separate account that you have at another bank that's only online so you don't get tempted to swipe or use a card to you know access those funds with. It's really important to make this account separate from your checking account. If you are able to, you can build a bigger emergency fund, but make sure you're also being wise and aggressively reducing other debts you may have. I want you to focus on some of the big issues that you currently are facing financially, whether that's student loan debt, a car note, you know, some of these financial obligations that we put on ourselves that need to be addressed ASAP. My final note will be for the people who use credit cards when expensing charges when it comes to their jobs and getting reimbursed. Like I said, my wife uses a credit card solely for that purpose. And I'll make an exception for you if you do the same, because the company you work is essentially paying you back. However, I will say for you to be careful on how much you expense on your credit card for work, because there can come a time where your company may be late in reimbursing you and you will have a late payment or the company decides to go bankrupt after you just charge thousands of dollars on your credit card. Guess who is responsible for that debt? You are. So still be careful, please. For the vast majority of you, my message will not change. And I will continue to say that credit cards are not your friends and your financial goals should be to become independently wealthy. You can do this. And the steps to get there are not very hard, but you have to be disciplined and focused. Right, Get into a community like the Habesha Finance Facebook group where we are growing and more people are joining and offering encouragement and tips and knowledge to help every single person in that group find their path to financial freedom. I said this in last week's episode and I'm going to say it again today. Take steps today so that you can make leaps tomorrow. Thank you for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful and purposeful week.